0: It's time for the Steve and Kyle podcast with Steve.
1: Take this flyer and bring this back to your folks and tell them about the Steve and Kyle pod- podcast, Infectionary Cooperative. Feeling a little bit high end? Try the fortunate Williams. Feeling super poor? <laughs> Here's the taste of the old Rutherford <laughs> with pine nuts and molasses. <laughs> I did go back and listen to the announcement episode that we recorded a year ago. It popped up on my Facebook that I had shared because I don't like talking to my extended family at all. So. Get a lot of laughs? A lot of laugh emojis. My family doesn't like me either, maybe.
0: Live on tape from APS 3. Whatever, it's the Steve and Kyle Podcast.
1: Yes That time of year again, oh yeah.
2: The gales of November hmm. They came early
3: lives on from the Chippewa and down up the big lake they call Gitchigumi The lake it is said never gives up her dead when the skies of November turn gloomy. With a load of iron ore, twenty-six thousand tons more than the Edmund Fitzgerald weighed empty big boat, big boat,
2: 26,000 more than ever. Yeah, that good
3: ship and true, true was a bone to be chewed when, when the gales of November came early. The ship was the pride of the American side, coming back from some mill in Wisconsin. Just some mill. mill doesn't even get a name. As it's the big freighters go, it was bigger than most With a crew and a captain well-seasoned Concluding some terms with a couple of steel firms When they left fully loaded for Cleveland and later that night when the ship's bell rang Could it be the north wind they'd be feeling?
0: Whew. That
3: poor mill, I never noticed that yeah. didn't even get a name Just some mill The wind in the wires made a tattletale sound And a wave broke over the railing And every man knew, as the captain did too Was the witch of November come stealing The dawn came late and the breakfast had to wait When the gales of November came slashing yeah! When afternoon came it was freezing rain in the face of a hurricane west
2: wind. Sounds yeah. like the cook just
1: wanted a break. Like, honestly, like, can we talk about the real villain of this story? <laughs> the cook not wanting to cook breakfast on the day everybody died. They all did die with an empty stomach. Apologies to the family.
3: When supper time came, the old
1: cook, cook came him. on
3: deck saying, Fellas, it's too rough to feed ya.
0: At 7 p.m. the main
3: hatchway caved in, he said, fellas, it's been good to know ya. The captain wired in, he had water coming in, and the good ship and crew was in peril. Yeah, you think so? And later that night, when his lights went out of sight, came the wreck of the Edmund
2: Fitzgerald. Longer longer. Yeah, yeah. First four, then six, then eight, then uh, ten. But Gordo
1: getting really stretched his legs, I guess. <laughs> Gordo. I mean, listen to that solo. It's really self-indulgent.
3: Does anyone know where the love of God goes when the waves turn the minutes to hours? The searchers all say they have made Whitefish Bay If they'd put 15 more miles behind, behind her yeah, Real easy in, yeah. uh, in hindsight They might have slid out or, or they might have capsized They, they may have broke deep and took water And all that and remains, all the remains is the, the faces and the names Of the, the wives and the sons and the, the daughters, daughters.
1: Such revisionist history. If you weren't in Florida, that hurricane wouldn't have hit you. Yeah, we all know that. (laughs) It's real easy to say, but if the searchers say, you know, you can't really doubt them, right? Lake Lake Huron rolls. Superior sings
3: in the rooms of her ice water mansion. Old Michigan Michigan steams like a young man's dreams. The islands and bays are for sportsmen. Is Tim Allen? And farther below, Lake Ontario Takes in what Lake Erie can send her And the iron boats go, as the mariners all know With the gales of November, remember
2: Eighteen measures? Are you kidding me, Gordo? Kind of
1: sounds like a Great Lakes porno (laughs) Lake Ontario taking what Lake Erie can give her? Yeah, yeah hot. Boy, it
2: really puts a whole new spin on this song for Real me.
1: dirty, all these <laughs> great legs getting it on. Five way. <laughs> there are Superior more lyrics, just right? watching
2: from the corner. Oh, remember, we say uh, Detroit. Detroit. Oh,
1: As Michiganders do. In a,
2: in a musty work.
3: old hall in Detroit, they prayed in the Maritime Sailors' <laughs> Cathedral. <laughs> The church bell chimed till it rang 29 times For each man on the Edmund Fitzgerald The legend lives on from the Chippewa on down Of the big lake they call Gumee. Superior, they said, never gives up her dead When the gales of November come early
2: right it is now official it's officially november
1: bring it home gordo you you think for the guy with that many musical breaks really let himself let loose on the instrumentals a little bit you know yeah but you know the story about the uh Lost twenty nine lives. See, this is not a story about Gordo. No, no. Gordo's simply the, uh,
2: simply the mouthpiece for the families of the twenty nine souls.
1: Is this one of those cases though? Because the wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald. I don't even know when the song itself came out, and I, I, I'm embarrassed to say that. But this isn't is that, exactly you think it was the next day. This isn't a radio hit. This was 1976 in a year. A year mm. after the wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald in 1975, this thing came out. He recorded it in December 1975. Steve, it's kind of long. Like I mean, come on, man, it's a month. He let those bot those bodies haven't even decomposed in the bottom of the lake.
2: Some say that they have not decomposed because the water is so cold.
1: How about that? You think yeah. like uh, Ted Williams' head situation? <laughs> I don't know if it's. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure if we can compare it. Um, not closely to that. but maybe, yeah. maybe the families are waiting for science to catch up, and then they can go down and grab <laughs> them and bring them back. So this thing was written in December 1975. By the way, we know we've probably done this exact same deep dive the last five years. No, no, no. This is the deal. If you listen to this podcast in the second week of November, you will get an annual deep dive on the Edmund Fitzgerald and occasionally... The song, Hmm. The Wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald. I wonder if my wife is cringing
2: upstairs as she does every year during the recording of this
1: episode. So Gordo read an article in Newsweek that came out two weeks after the the boat sank. Mm -hmm. And he wrote this thing again immediately after. Yeah. And recorded it in December. And this thing was released the following August. So it's... That's a quick turnaround. That's a, I mean, he didn't... Again, he didn't wait long. So he recorded it a month later. It was just on his album that came out yeah. the following year. So this is... Huh. I would argue, this is probably Gordon Lightfoot's biggest song ever, right? Or am I crazy? I couldn't name one other Gordon Lightfoot song. And I know people are probably angry because, uh, you know, the Gordo, Gordo Lightfoot... Fan club is going to be all mad at us. I know he had some other hits: uh, "Carefree Highway," "Rainy Day People." I mean, I don't know if you have any of them the handy, Steve, man. on YouTube, but none of those titles, yeah, no, sound familiar? Mm-hmm. No, granted, Gordon Lightfoot's a singer-songwriter. This isn't a guy that you heard, you know, coming up after ABBA. The newest Gordon Lightfoot, right? right. So, but my question: maybe was though?
2: Maybe it was like this, like. Kind of top
1: forty-ish or disco-ish. Now Gordon Lightfoot's eighty-two, and I feel like he's looked seventy-two since he was thirty-two. And he's still he's still doing it yeah, though. He's still do- he was here four or five years ago. Mm-hmm. Chris, who was in, hung out with us uh, a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, we, him and I were actually th- considering going to one of his shows, mm-hmm. but then I came to the realization. Well, you know, is this going to be one of those wait till the uh, encore to play "Wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald"? And does he or do, does he put it in a medley? Right. Bob Dylan called him one of his favorite songwriters. Says hmm. a lot about Bob Dylan. Um, but my question is: Let's you, See, he's, is uh, a, is he's playing a... in
2: uh, three weeks. It looks like he's got three dates, three nights in a row in Toronto. It's going to be in Buffalo, Annapolis, Maryland, Collingswood, New Jersey, my old stomping grounds, uh, Upstate New York, Reading, PA. I would love to talk to anybody. He's dude. He is busy. Royal Oak Michigan January 30th
1: I have a feeling he's probably it's a, a Sunday though ah
2: come on Gordo play a Saturday night
1: he's probably a guy up until he passes who's going to be able to sell out those uh mid-size venues
2: casino type a yeah. uh, couple
1: thousand seat. yeah seeing as this wasn't a real this isn't a real radio song now the the main version the main version of that song is over six and a half minutes long but the if we single, wait
2: until May 18th he is playing Miller Auditorium in Kalamazoo, Michigan. Here's the real question. Can Gordon wait
1: until May 18?
2: <laughs> like, can he hold on? Like, <laughs> oh, We hold on until June 18th. Uh-huh. Closer. He is in Lansing
1: on a Saturday night. What day of the week was, uh, Wednesday. was Kalamazoo? Not going to happen. That seems silly. Do we buy tickets? To June in Lansing? June eighteenth show eight pm. Oh, boy, I mean, what's the price point on those? Because let's check it out. Let's check it. And again, out. is this one? I, this is kind of why I would love to talk to somebody who's ever seen Gordon Lightfoot in concert. Look, He's been I, touring I, for how many years? If it's right? June, we have eight months to get caught up on his right. catalog. Right. But I want to talk to somebody who's seen him because I want to know. I mean, th- this screams "Man on a Stool," right? Uh, should I do? Um,
2: Two tickets and just assume that our wives want nothing to do with this. That's that's
1: going to be a guarantee. Mm-hmm. I'm willing to say that safely. Yeah, that's that's not going to fly. This is a man on a stool type of show, isn't it? Tickets I mean, not cheap. Really, cheapest ticket eighty eight bucks. No, I'm willing to see Gordon Lightfoot, not ironically, but really, to go see Wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald performed live. I am not willing to pay upwards of a hundred dollars after fees. To see him Mm. for this one song. Is there any artist? Tier? Like, your favorite song in the world, Steve. But, you know, let's say you had one good album. It's the only one you know you you like. That you would pay $100 for. For one song? Mm Mm-mm. Because, Uh, like, I love Born to Run, but if Born to Run was all, I don't know if I'd pay... No, I don't think I could do it. Maybe... Now,
2: if it was a band that, like, obviously, are we doing, like, you know, Dead or Alive or anything? Right. Like, if the Beatles were, sure. you know, back together. Yeah. Back alive. I would pay, I'd pay a hundred bucks to see them Yeah. play, like, I Want to Hold Your Hand or something. Well, let's say That'd
1: early 90s. Millie Vanilli. <laughs> would you okay. have paid a hundred bucks back in to see, 90-whatever? Does he blame it on the rain? Does he blame it on the rain by Millie Vanilli? Noted lip um, syncers. They sold out venues with that did, song. They did, yeah. With that song. I'm not even saying with their performance. Yeah. With that song, they sold out venues.
2: Hmm. No. No, I wouldn't. I mean, I wasn't a huge... I wasn't a diehard Millie Vanilli fan. I liked
1: them enough, but... Yeah. This is... Uh, so they had number one hit singles with the song Girl You Know It's True, Baby Don't Girl, Forget My Number, it's true. Blame It on the Rain, Girl, I Girl I'm Gonna Miss You. I think Girl You Know It's True was the one... That
2: skipped when they were performing at was it the Grammys? I believe so. Yeah, because they were up on stage and it was like, "Girl, you know it's girl, you know it's girl, you know it's girl, you know it's." Girl, you know
1: it's-. Mm-hmm. This always leads to one of my favorite games, Steve. Hmm. How much is Millie Vanilli worth?
2: Well, one of them, one of them is uh, is dead. I know that. Okay,
1: I'm not sure if it's Millie or Vanilli. Condolences to his family. Fab Morvan from France. Rob Pilatus from Germany. Never sang a single note on their hit album. I'm trying to figure out which one passed away here, Steve. Because I thought it was So Fab. Rob, for oh. Van passed away. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Rob Pilatus, Pilatus uh, did pass away. Um, oh, boy. That didn't sound like it was very... That's a drug overdose. Yeah. Hmm. In the 90s how much do you think they made for their, essentially their one hit album? I don't, that they uh, never sang a single note on. I don't know. I, like
2: how, how deep was that? How deep did that conspiracy go? Did it, I mean, like did the record they label said, they, executives know, or was it, was it like, did they keep it secret from everybody? And the only people who knew were like the ones that were in the room when the songs were
1: recorded. Right. So because they wouldn't have even had to be there, you know? Yeah. So I'll I'll say this. And when you're trying to determine the surviving member for Morvan's net worth today in 1990, their manager said Robin Fab got 2.1 million from us for their record deal.
2: Mm -hmm. The
1: real singers got rich. Frank Farian, who I think was their manager, uh, got richer. That was in 1990. So they made 2.1 million US
3: mm-hmm.
1: at that point. There's only one surviving member today. What do you think his net worth is today? I
2: mean, if he got 2 million, wait, did they combined get 2 million or 2 million a piece? That's a good did question.
1: You... I do not know. Okay. I um, will assume that they each got a million bucks. I'm going to yeah, say let's he's Let's say they each cleared a million. And that was for their first. Now, it should be said they I believe after this whole scandal, they did record other albums to try to recover. But nobody cared. Right. Yeah. I don't know. I'll say the surviving member is probably worth two hundred grand. Fab Morvan, French singer-songwriter, dancer, and model. God, if that's him today, if that's him at fifty, they can't be him at fifty-five. Gorgeous. Looks good. Gorgeous. Good I'll show him. you in a second. Two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Okay.
2: Yeah. That's that
1: sounds about about right. Does it? I mean, that, that Although, feels so low. Res, I don't know figured, how residuals work. Now, granted, but that song still gets played and it still gets streamed. You'd think yeah, they, he, wonder, would, he would get money from that. All depends on the deal.
2: I mean, it all depends on the deal that they signed back then. But I wonder if after all the uh, everything was came to light, yeah. does that like void contracts
1: and void them getting it was revealed that neither member sung in any of their recordings. They reformed in the 90s as Robin Fab, but did not have a ton of success. Recorded, released a solo album in 2003. That was the last known update for Fab Morvan. But but look at that. I can see. If this is him at 55. Oh, he's beautiful. I mean, that can't be him, right? Looks amazing, though. My apologies to Gordo for comparing the two and getting sidetracked. But I wanted to ask, because... Wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald is not exactly a radio hit. No, it's long. It doesn't have a hook. It doesn't have a, a hook. Yeah. It doesn't really have that. Is Gordon. Could Gordon like survive off of that? That's a hit by all, probably. by all counts. I would, people know the wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald. Is that a, you know, does he get a multiple checks a year that people could live off of? Probably. Hmm. I mean, especially around November selling $88 tickets to a middle of Michigan show in June. And
2: people are paying it. Yeah. He's doing all right. Man. Good for him. It is Saturday, November 6th, 2021, the year of our Lord. It's the Stephen Kyle podcast uh, here in APS 3.
1: Whatever. I always kind of, every time I hear that song, though, every every year we listen to it, I just notice something different, Mm -hmm. a little something new. Uh, Obviously, the the main points always stand out, like the... uh, Hindsight searchers are like, well, if they put 15 miles, they'd have lived. Yeah. Thanks. Hey, if they weren't on this boat, they'd probably all still be alive. We've talked about the chef and how his family must be ashamed.
2: Yeah. I mean, he had one job.
1: Yeah. Didn't even cook him breakfast. Cook the beans. 29 people dead with empty bellies (laughs) because it was a little wavy in the morning. But this year, and we pointed out while we were uh, doing our annual singing, some mill.
2: Yeah. Just in, some mill in
1: Wisconsin. Yeah, like people, names, locations, fame. Whitefish Bay yeah. made kind of of note from this song, and this mill in Wisconsin. Like, yeah, the, w- we were the departing port or whatever of the. <laughs> no, they were, going, from, they
2: were going. They they left for some mill in
1: Wisconsin. Oh, that's right. Because we they left fully loaded from Cleveland. From Cleveland. No, 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 no. No, I believe they were going to Cleveland. Hmm. Oh boy, this is really boy. You think we'd know this? This is really embarrassing. <laughs>
2: But anyway, my I'm assuming that the mill in Wisconsin had like a ridiculously long uh name or something like that where it couldn't easily be worked into lyrics. Although he
1: did you know, he worked in Gitchigumi. Yeah, if you can work in Gitchigumi, yeah, I mean make some time for that poor some mill in Wisconsin. Yeah. So, yeah, they left from Wisconsin. See, they're headed to Cleveland from Superior, Wisconsin, near Duluth. It does. not Even the Wikipedia article does not mention the name. Or does it just call <laughs> the it the some mill? mill and route to a steel mill near Detroit? Edmund Fitzgerald joined a second freighter. By the next day, they were caught in a severe storm. Hmm. Huh. But does that mill in Wisconsin like have a sign? Because they weren't featured in the song. Yeah. Like, We're the one that Edmund Fitzgerald left no, from. No, really. Or is it just called some mill? Yeah. Imagine okay. if it was. God, yeah. Well, I kind of want to know the name because, again,
2: if he can. Like, maybe all the all these years it's actually some S-U-M mill. You know, it's short for, like, Somerville mill. Nobody knew it.
1: The Nobody knew. Island Steel Mill. Okay, yeah, that would have been tough to work in. But again, he got... Oh, no, gitchi- I'm sorry. That's where it was headed. I apologize. Ugh. Zug Island so Steel much Mill confusion. in Detroit. Where did the Edmund Fitzgerald depart from? It just says Superior, Wisconsin. Mm. This poor mill. Nobody wants to talk about it. No. no, that's... 26,000 That's shady to me. Fire and ore. Bound for Detroit. Mm-hmm. Uh, Detroit. Detroit. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Worked in Detroit and the Gitchigumi. Yeah. So and again, nobody's ever recovered uh, 530 feet deep there in Lake Superior. Our condolences to the family and friends. The of The 29 Souls. The 29 Souls.
2: So we have something uh, exciting here that I want to get to. Oh, yeah. This was uh, earlier in the week. I saw our good buddy, Rusty. Mm-hmm, town drunk town Rusty. Drunk. Town drunk Rusty. And uh, he was doing a little bit of painting, a little painting work for me. I had to drop something off at his shop. And uh, he said to me hey, I got an idea. I want to give uh, you and Kyle a gift. And I said, what is it? And he said, do you want me to tell
1: you? And I said, yes, but no. But yes, but no. Yeah, you never really want to know. Yeah. But part of you is like, yeah, I kind of want to know now. He wanted to tell me too. Sure.
2: And then I said, no, 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 no. You can't tell me because whatever it is, we we kind of have a, a, like the unspoken pact is that we open stuff that is sent to both of us. We open it up. Yep. Uh, together while we were recording. So he said, all right, all right, yeah, maybe I'll throw something together. And then like two hours later, he texted me saying, uh, hey, the, the thing he was painting for me. He's like, yeah, that's done. I'll drop it off now. And I was like, oh, wow, that was super quick. I thought it was going to be a couple days. He's like, nope, got it. And then he showed up at my house. And he had it with a gift. And he had this, which... Is uh, I would assume it's something that's framed, it looks to be it's that size, right? Yeah, yeah, it's probably a I don't know, 20, you know, 18 by 24. Now, feels unlike, like a frame, it's wrapped in white paper. Now, unlike then, the last
1: time we received something that was in a frame, uh, does it feel like there's any loose glass shards? Nope, no
2: loose glass in there, wow. Um,
1: must not have used the United States Postal Service,
2: no, but this was uh, taped liberally with one inch blue masking tape
1: yep it looks like uh the old well the painter yeah took exactly. some of his painter's tape so whoever gets the next job from rusty uh you're gonna get a little upcharge because he had to burn through some blue tape for this yeah so that being said hey folks viewer mail time again oh here's one from sally <clears> h14 <throat> Dear pig
3: That
1: third time. By the way, to close that loop, Steve, while we uh, move this gift around, the Edmund Fitzgerald left from the Burlington Northern Railroad Dock Number One. Boy, yeah, that would have been a bit wordy, real tough to I rhyme left that. From the w-
3: Burlington Road. What is it? Burlington Northern Railroad Dock Number One, Superior,
2: Wisconsin. Wisconsin.
1: Look at that, Gordon, you
2: big idiot. I'm going to pass this over to you. I okay. i am I'm not a huge fan of opening gifts, but I love watching people open gifts.
1: Oh, almost dropped it already. Okay.
2: Uh, so, again, I have zero context as to what this is, other than that it's from the town drunk Rusty. A lot of blue tape here. A lot of blue tape. He, it looks like half a roll was wasted.
1: <laughs> I am. And then the, the type of... Material that he would lay on your floor, so yeah. The paint one yeah. Like on the, it. The, the that thick, the heavy white paper. It's almost like that year that idiot on staff gave you a gift wrapped in the tube. Oh yeah, of the Christmas yeah. wrapping paper. Uh-huh. Yeah, I don't think they're around anymore. They mm-hmm. had to let them go yeah. after that. All right, what do we got? What do we got? We're getting there, Steve. It is a frame. Okay. Steve, this appears to be a framed, sleeveless jersey. And it's autographed, too. From our dear friend. Yeah, but he didn't even sign the jersey. No. Here's what I can guarantee you happened. He put the jersey in here. And forgot. Forgot to sign it. (laughs) He signed the glass. This is so four years. That is. uh, We would play softball. That's the infamous jersey. This is the jersey he wore. Now I don't know. Maybe we should ask him specifically. Is this an official retirement, like leaving? You know, sure leaving the like cleats it. in the on the field to play it and then sure going back to like get it. them because yeah. really doing that's a waste of money. Right. Yeah. You don't want.
2: Why would you waste your cleats? At least yeah. donate them to somebody yeah. who could yeah. use cleats. And, and
1: plus, there's a team coming on the field to play the next game. Right. They yeah. They have to remove them. Yeah. It's kind of yeah. rude. Oh, I think boy. we need to ask. Is this an official? Retirement announcement because Rusty's had some health issues mm-hmm. uh, around the same time and before that I had yep. some health issues. Doing well now, though. And, but this is beautiful. This is, uh, boy, that makes me
2: feel nostalgic. Because it's what, four years ago that we were, was it really that? It was like 2017, right?
1: Also, oh, so Rusty. So not only did he forget to sign the jersey before putting it encapsulated in this, mm-hmm. he put it in upside down. <laughs> <laughs> hooks that you're supposed to hook it from are on the bottom <laughs> and that is how it will be oh, hung there is, there, they no 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 they didn't no because there one. would be yeah
2: the two would have to be yeah. on the <laughs> on the opposite
1: side so this
2: is how it will be hung
1: wherever then, we decide
2: to I hang it. it i think that that's perfect so it will be hung upside down
1: but it's for years rusty refused to wear sleeves
2: yeah even though uh, we played in the fall league
1: and, and well, you we know, played, early. We played, we so played we, summer. Yeah, we oh, were yeah. playing in April, Steve. That's right, yeah. We are playing in April to October, essentially, with yeah. two different seasons. And when you're playing in April in Michigan, you know what you're going to get. It's going to be... It was snowing one at, day when yeah, we were at playing. at nighttime, it's going to be in the mm-hmm. 40s. The nice nights might be a, lo- uh, mm-hmm. a 60. Yeah. But those are rare. The same thing for October. At yeah. night, it's going to be 40s to 50s. Yet, Rusty prev- uh, prevailed. And week in, week out, he would show up. Showed up. With his sleeveless shirt on. hmm And... Two different colored cleats, and that's what oh yeah, could, I forgot about the cleats. And that's what you could count on. You could count on that from Rusty week in and week out. So this is the actual jersey reminding Steve, you and I of our playing days in recreational slow pitch yeah. softball for Team Remax. <sighs> Hell of a time that was in my life. Does that bring you back?
2: It does. does I that miss make it. you
1: want to watch. Does that make you want to play so you can like have Annette bring Evelyn and have her watch Dad? Yeah, hit kind the of ball and kind of.
2: Yeah, I think that would be. I think that would be a lot of fun.
1: Yeah, you get a team together. Gonna, don't invite me. Not interested. It's
2: Not awfully, interested. awfully presumptive that I would invite you. Yeah, no, that that's very true yeah. too.
1: Um, <laughs> I am assuming though that at some point you would run into because every slow pitch softball team ever does this, where there's you know it's week two mm-hmm. and you're like, hey, I only got seven people. Yeah. Because that's the worst part about yeah. softball, and that is one hundred percent the reason I stopped participating.
2: You know, I do want to. I don't know if I'd do softball again. Like I enjoyed softball; it was fun for what it was. But I've been, I've had this like hankering for the last couple of weeks. I want to do something. I want to get involved in something. Whether golf it's league, like, I want to do a golf league so bad. Golf league would be fun because that is because uh, I'm not super interested in golf, so yeah. I wouldn't be taking it seriously right. in any way. It's nine holes I just, once a week. I just want, um, I want the social aspect of it. Yeah, I'd love to get together. And uh, and golf with a couple of buddies. I've thought about joining one of those, like sports and social leagues. Yeah, where it's like you know a bunch of adults, but you're playing kickball or yeah, dodgeball or, something. or yeah. whatever. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've thought that would be a lot of fun. Um we just, I, just I, I have like I have
1: there's like that
2: social itch that I feel like I I really need to scratch.
1: But it's so hard because you can't do it with your spouse. Because then what do you do with your daughter? Yeah. You know, and that's where we are too. So it's one days or evenings you even get without, mm -hmm. where you don't have to, like, hey, someone's watching him or her overnight. Like, what do you, you know, now what? We had that last night and you're just sitting there kind of, well, what do we, you know, what do we do? Yeah. It's kind of being tied to the house because he's in bed. Right. So once you have that option, you don't really know what to do. So on a weeknight, odds are ob- that's not going to be something that you and Annette right. would, be, would be able to do.
2: Now, you guys don't have, other than your in-laws mm-hmm. and your parents, mm-hmm. you don't have a babysitter, do you? Nope.
1: Nope. That's going to... Eventually- you got to be getting that's close right. to that, though, right? That's going to have to be a step at some point. hmm I don't... I mean, we do, so we, we do daycare now, and yeah. we bring him to the same daycare as actually one of our listeners, Josh Reed. Uh, his, oh, yeah. His daughter, adorable, gets along with Reed. They're great friends. He... Josh,
2: our uh, our friend
1: from the USPS, and he, uh, uh, she, she's she's really sweet to him, Nice. and Reed adores her. So, I yeah. So babysitter is the next step, but it's so hard to kind of find one. And then what do you do? You know, do you find someone that you bring him to their house? It's easier if they come to your house. But yeah. then if they can't drive, you've got to worry about getting the babysitter to and from. Yeah. And,
2: oof. What I'm hoping is uh, we have neighbors across the street oh, not who are their girls are i think 12 and 7 or 11 and 7 yeah so i'm hoping that in about another two years or so mm-hmm. they'll be like yeah we want to babysit because i would uh, they're great girls yeah i you know i would trust them it would be so easy for them to just walk across the street and sit in the house and stay with evelyn um but yeah, we're we're kind of at that point too, where it's like I I have no idea where to start when it comes to a babysitter because yeah. I I would want to I'd want to find somebody that you know for instance if you guys had somebody and mm-hmm. uh, it was a you know the a kid, used, a, yeah, a kid yeah. in the neighborhood that you think is great I'd be like hey let me get their info but yeah it's it it's weird like the whole idea of leaving my child with a complete stranger that's going to be strange that first time
1: so. It's it's weird. I mean, how much do you vet? It does it have to be somebody you know? Does it yeah. have to be or you know? Are you doing back? Are you doing reference checks on this sixteen-year-old? Yeah, like, hey, algebra teacher, right. what do you think? A little Susie is she a good student? Is right. She a good egg? It's weird. It's hard to do. I know there's websites and there's apps for everything. Now. I mean, you can yeah. There's an app for getting a, your dog walked. There's mm-hmm. so I know there's apps to find care, but also you have to consider them too. You know, hey, if you want to go to a movie, it's they get there by the time you get to the movie done it's three hours you paying them 10 12 bucks an hour it's yeah 30 40 bucks
2: plus the- i see that i'm not so worried about because for me that that's, that's i think it's going it's, to be worth it right it's going to ultimately be worth it um yeah and the thing is because my i mean my mom obviously is hundreds of miles away my dad's down in florida are mm-hmm. my in-laws they're an hour and a half away, mm-hmm. even though I know if we called my mother-in-law. She'd be here an hour be, and a half. Yeah, she'd be here in – yeah, she'd get here in 45 minutes somehow. But, um, yeah, I mean, they're, it's it's going to be strange. It's going to be very strange. Plus, she can't do it right now because she just had knee replacement, so she's not like – she's not able to drive, not getting around that, that great right now during the mm-hmm. recovery. But, yeah, so I don't know. It, it feels like in the next year or so that's going to have to happen.
1: Yeah, and, again, you have to – it's something you have to explore, and mm-hmm. you have to – Again, I don't know. Every millions of parents have gone through this. Yeah, but so many of them have had you know family nieces, nephews, whatever cousins that are willing right. to come over and do it. And um, starting kind of from scratch is such a weird, weird proposition that we've been lucky. We've been yeah, with our parents, and my, I mean they'll take him if we want a night out, and we don't ask a ton mm-hmm. to get away. Um, again, it's kind of you're kind of listless. Like, yeah, hey, drop. Unless we want to go see a movie, but even then, it's like we're dropping off before the movie. We're going from the movie to pick him back up. Yeah. So it's it's like a contained two hours. Yeah. We're not. And chances are
2: he's asleep for most of it.
1: Right. And we're not. We're not saying, well, we'll go get dinner and then we'll go see this movie and then after that we might go out for drinks and dessert Mm -hmm. and then we will go see so and so. Like, no, I don't know. My main goal has always been, let's go get him. Let's go get him. I'd rather have him home. I'd rather have him with us. And um, I don't know if it's a protective thing or if it's just me being uh, bump on the log but
2: probably uh, uh, probably more uh, the latter knowing you not exactly a social butterfly.
1: I'm not itching to go visit people and no, no, that's very true. That's uh that's hard to argue. Um, Steve, I don't forgive me if I, if we did this last week, did we give the big update of all updates? We did not. So I think it's time we finally discussed this because it's only been referenced in, kind of hushed tones mm-hmm. for the past four weeks. Yeah. I, th- I want to say it was three weeks ago. You and I hooked up on after recording mm-hmm. on a Sunday. Yeah. And you texted me, said, Hey, you available. And I said, yep. Give me about a half hour. And next thing I know, you rolled by, you rolled yeah. by my house in the, uh, the murder Jeep. Yeah. Still blood spatter everywhere. Just the, the cries of the, the souls. Yeah. <laughs> You can hear. Yeah. My Jeep is, I actually refer to it as Lil Edmund. If The wind blows just right. And Steve drives by. You can hear the wail of the dead from the undercarriage Mm -hmm. of his Jeep. Yeah. And you had the trailer hooked up and you and I took a trip to the local hardware store. Yeah. You had a list. Did. You were all ready.
2: It was stuff that, uh, yeah, it was a bunch of stuff that we needed, all big stuff. So That's why I needed a yeah. trailer, needed second set of hands. Originally, I was going to make that trip by myself. Yeah. And after being there and realizing that that would have been impossible, I'm glad that I put out the SOS and that you responded.
1: And the reason this came up was because we'd been kind of joking about it, but- it's gotten pretty serious down here. It is, yeah. Your your wife has been making pretty verbal notes about expanding and moving her own cricket corner. Yeah,
2: she wants me to get the hell out um, because she wants to move back into the corner that we are currently in. She used to be over yeah. here. We were over there. We're willy nilly. we, with we the switched. We switched yeah. at one point, and then uh, now this is also the. The playroom, it which is. which is great because I th- the one thing that always terrified me about having kids is like oh my god there's just gonna be toys everywhere and I'm gonna be tripping over blocks and Legos and everything so we decided like we have this somewhat kind of finished basement it's super ugly down here great this is the room where we're gonna throw all the toys if stuff gets destroyed if a wall gets banged if a you know the door gets gets nicked doesn't matter because mm-hmm. we well with cricket corner the podcast a big ass couch and now a million toys real estate is is at a high priority down here
1: yeah it's getting getting slim pickings yeah you know typically there's weeks where i come in i'll have to move a a rocking horse a few feet
2: Mm, or a pony or something something the ice cream cart
1: something will have to be adjusted so i can get into the chair
2: annette actually told me she said, "I'm just going to keep piling up Evelyn's toys around your table until you get out." I was like, "Huh? huh okay." More
1: direct than the other. I referencing was. I
2: was like, "Boy, you could. I mean, you could move out."
1: Like, there's two sides of the street on this <laughs> yeah, one. Like,
2: you could go somewhere else. That seemed to be shut down pretty quickly, though.
1: Yeah, because you know, yeah, there's, tons of, there's a whole ton of room mm-hmm. on that side over yeah. there. So you and I went to the home improvement store spent uh, you spent way too much money. Quite a bit. To begin the process formally, officially on yeah. APS 4.0. That's right. That's right. That's
3: right.
2: Yeah. So I um I had actually started a couple weeks before that yeah. and gotten all of the electrical done down here. So we have outlets, we have switches, all sorts of stuff. Yeah. And it's uh it's it's coming along. But now we have walls, we have insulation. Yeah. We so have paneling, we have uh we flooring.
1: Yeah, we didn't specify what we got on this trailer load yeah. of stuff. But what was included was um uh, drywall, yep, insulation,
0: yeah.
2: Like the foam board.
1: Yeah. And then you have since then got floor mm-hmm. flooring. And
2: we did paneling too. we did wood paneling
1: ceiling, which I
2: love. I love the paneling and I've done
1: trim. We'll post a picture of where we're at because Mm -hmm. I don't know if people will believe because we haven't talked about it. Typically, we went step by step this thing. But I I, I thought for a while it'll kind of be better to do a hey, just so you know, this has been a year's running joke, years long joke. We've been in here for. Four years, almost yeah. exactly in, this, in 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 this two, room, in corners of this room, mm-hmm. and that will be changing. I would say the next two months. I would say probably, yeah, probably within a month. But I don't, I don't. I know. wouldn't put the deadline on it though, because there's still one, the bigger one, big ticket big item project. we have to do.
2: Yeah, the big project is going to require some fabrication work, yes. which. Um, my buddy Ben has been gracious enough to offer his expertise. Oh, really? Yeah, he's uh he's a welder, okay? Or somebody who can who can weld much better than I can. Yeah. So, that's the parts have been gathered already. Um I have to go out and pick up one more thing, uh, a couple more things, but yeah, we are I mean
1: Let's open that door. If you I'm had at, to play at that a percentage on where we are complete, mm-hmm. what would your estimate be? Um, give it a firm 70. Folks, <laughs> APS 4.0. Mm-hmm. I think I can officially announce coming first quarter 2022. I do have an album
2: of um, of photos. Anytime we do,
1: it gives us five months. I don't know.
2: Coming Here, here's here's what I'm saying.
1: Twenty twenty, the first half of the twenty twenties.
2: <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Um, whenever we do like a a renovation, I always take a bunch of before and during oh, nice. and after okay. pictures. So I have an album on my computer. It's got twenty photos in it right now, and it's pretty much up to date. But the first photo was taken. It was a photo that I sent you Mm -hmm. of like two by threes hanging out the back of the Jeep. Mm -hmm. September 3rd, 2020. (sighs) September 3rd, 2020. Materials were purchased. Walls were built uh, that day. All right. I'm going through the pictures here. Next update. October 16th,
1: 2021. So so Amir so thirteen f- months later yeah fifty six weeks give or take from step one to step two to
2: step two yeah
1: and all it took was your wife almost physically pushing us out yeah <laughs> so what we have is we have our floor up floor installed fully walls installed fully mm-hmm. trim installed fully yeah. Ceiling tiles installed 50. I got about 60.
2: Yeah, probably 60%. I'll finish those up today. Hopefully
1: where we're at now is our desk. Our, Mm -hmm. our table is the next is the last big ticket item that we have to worry about as well as more minor items, finishing the ceiling and then minor items decorative, right? Yeah, exactly. To find a spot to hang the Rocky poster. Yeah. Probably put up some shelves. Yeah. Our memorabilia shelving, um, the, the upside-down jersey that Rusty gave us here to <laughs> memorialize our, uh, our Kenny, slope. At Kenny Rogers, Play. of course, the Kenny Rogers album. I think when we take the time, whether it's an hour or whatever, and set to the side the merch we need to make room for and where we want it, mm-hmm. we're going to realize we might be in a little bit over. Yeah, we have a lot of we stuff. Have, we have more than we thought. We do. And there's still items that you and I are looking that we want to add. Yeah. Like, again, a 24 to 36-inch Digital timer. Yeah. Oh, boy. Let me pull that up again. Because we want... You got the link for that, We use it to mark... um, I'll email it to you. Send that thing my way. We use it to mark timestamps, whether I curse, uh, whether there's coughs, whether I think there's something funny I can pull for the intro the following week. Mm -hmm. And since we've upgraded our mixer, I don't have that anymore. I don't have a timer. So we're looking to install a large form timer want to, you want to go
2: 24 30 or 36 inch i mean
1: the bigger the better right
2: <laughs> uh do you did you like the now from time to time you know how i hang out on facebook marketplace all yes, the time you do a couple of days ago i sent you uh the lockers
1: do you want to get the lockers boy I, it's like three school lockers i think my only concern with that right now without knowing what we have to hang up and where is space because that would be, that would be a, about a half of one of our walls or a quarter of one uh, of our looks walls. Like it probably
2: probably about three feet wide. Yeah.
1: I'm guessing those lockers are 12 but inches. Just
2: imagine you come over here, take your coat off, mm-hmm. hang it up in your lot. Like I'll put a K on your locker. Mm-hmm. I'll have an S on mine and we'll have a G for our guest. Going
1: locker. That's just yeah. smart. At
2: that put, your, point. put your coat right in there. Maybe a chain, a, a pair of shoes
1: or slippers. Like you could be like right. Mr. Rogers. Right. Right. Always take my slippers off after I take my shoes off upstairs <laughs> Put on my slippers to walk downstairs, take off my slippers to put them in the To put on, your, put on your podcast shoes. Yeah. Obviously. But yeah, I think that this uh We're very close. And so yeah, we're at this point where we're at decoration. So we're always accepting memorabilia and things that we've joked about or talked about in this podcast. We have and we're gonna put up as much as we physically can. We've got the Cliffy Bobblehead, we've yeah. got the nineteen ninety-nine Purple Plymouth Prowler, we've got our Pod Coney. <laughs> We've got, uh,
2: I got. I have a whole box of other crap too you that knew? was from like the old studio. Man, um, I have so much stuff that we have to we have to put
1: up. We've got some newer items like we've got the Prohibition era prescriptions mm-hmm. for whiskey that were yeah. donated to us. We've got the sands from the beaches of Iwo Jima. We've got the shattered glass photograph, which
2: will be hung exactly as it arrives.
1: Paul Senior, Paul Junior, and Mikey from uh, Orange County Choppers. We got Rocky. We've got the Rocky poster. We've got an X-Files poster, if we want to put that up. Yep. We've got... Billboard believe, artwork. Billboard art we got to find room for. We've got a headshot of Bradley Cooper from A Star is Born.
2: Yeah, we're, we're going to be pretty limited on space. And that's the only reason like, We're going right to be right hanging now, stuff on the back
1: of the door. Yeah. That's why right now I'm, I think about those lockers, and I'm thinking we should see where and mm, how everything yeah. we have is going to fit. Um, before we do that, we've got to find a room for our candy, all that other stuff. Yeah. So. Um, but again, we're always accepting memorabilia and items you think would fit well in APS 4.0. Submissions are now open. If you have ideas or anything or anything you want to send us, just shoot us a message. The PO box and address is in the notes of this episode, as it always is, or you can just reach out and we can give you that address directly. Boy, that timer though, isn't it nice? Looking nice. It's very nice. I'm sa- I'm emailing you the link right now, so I have it in my inbox as well. Um, yeah, that's kind of a a thing that you and I have both decided we now need. Yeah, uh, we've we've migrated from eight foot by four foot literal scoreboard <laughs>
2: scoreboard from a gymnasium
1: that would we probably could have gotten for forty bucks before this guy just scrapped it for for nothing mm-hmm. to now a two foot or three foot long digital timer so you and I can be self indulgent and write down when we think we're hilarious <laughs> on, a, on a document.
2: So this is the DB Tech huge, large, bid, oversized digital LED clock. Yeah. Blue, blue is key. I mean, we can't go red. Thirty six cent. Do we do? Red 30? feels
1: like we're in a war bunker. Yeah, no. and it's a clock telling you, hey, you know, two minutes to midnight, the world's ending. Now they got the twenty four inch version for just eighty bucks.
2: Mm-hmm. You got yeah. the thirty inch version for ninety bucks. But they got the 36-inch version. Go big or go home. For 99. Go big or go home.
1: So that's where we're at. In blue, obviously. This is very exciting. We will post the pictures, Steve. You can post a few of where the studio is now mm-hmm. on our social media channels. at Steve and Kyle, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Mm-hmm. And you can follow the... Progress is we're more than halfway. Yeah, uh, definitively more than halfway. Yeah, really with the, APS 4.0. Uh, the, the like I said,
2: the ceiling will be finished today, and then once the ceiling is finished, the only other thing that I have to do, I have to uh, finish one thing on the door. Um, but that's going to be relatively quick, and then yeah, just have to build a table. Got my wife on the lookout for um, a rug that we can put in there.
1: Right. And like a large form. Yeah. Like a big area rug. Yeah. It would be, again, I think I, I worry cause we have, it's like a, a wood flooring or mm. like a false yeah, laminate flooring. flooring. So I worry if we, we don't roll. It's not like you and I are spinning around in circles while we're recording, mm. but you know, if you move your chair, you're going to kind you might be able to hear that. Yeah. So yeah, that's not a bad idea. Um, the final, the finishing touches finally three or four years in the making coming your way. First half of the 2020s officially announced here today, APS 4.0, mm-hmm. the perfect time to then wrap up this podcast.
2: I want to, I want to draw a line in the sand. Don't do it. But I don't want to. You probably I mean, were I willing, got, I probably
1: co- willing to draw that line in the sand last September. Yeah. When you sent me that picture of the walls up. Yeah. And you probably would have yeah. said, Hey, I think, you know, January 1, there, but, 2021, yeah. I'll be in there. I mean, I, th- I feel like it's safe to say that we'll start the new year in a in a new studio. You think the first live episode of 2022, whenever I we haven't looked at our calendar for when mm. we're going to be doing uh the year in review. You think the first live episode of 2022 could be in APS
2: 4.0. Hmm.
1: I do. That's big news. I do. That's big news. Could be. I mean, could be. Could be. We've got we a poll, we got to do a a television swap from my house. <laughs> yeah, we do. Uh, to bring that over here. And I I don't even need your help for that. I can do that. I just need to do it. And um, the only thing I think we're going to run into is we talk about it every year. The, the, this time of year is busy. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know what you have for trips or if you're going to visit family. Yeah. No, uh, I don't think New, we are in New Jersey. I think, I think
2: we're going to go away for a couple days. Okay. After maybe like in between Christmas and New Year's,
1: but you'll probably, you'll be seeing the in-laws. I'm assuming mm-hmm. so you spend some weekends up there, overnights up there. It's the holidays, and generally you've got to worry about uh, Thanksgiving coming up, uh, decorating, which you and I have to finalize the decorating <sighs> schedule to get the lights up. That's a day. So, What's things, happening today? Things get in lights the way. Lights are going up today. Man, I, I I need to be here to help, and I don't know if I can do it today. Well, you know, tomorrow's going to be You'll 60. You'll be the one to explain to the kids why Santa Claus isn't tomorrow's here. It's going to be 60. You thought about that? Today's going to be 62. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Tomorrow, though, too, you know. <laughs> So that that that's the only thing I could foresee getting in the way of yeah January right. whatever. Well, here's
2: what we got to do. You got to go home, take that TV off the wall today, mm-hmm. and uh, I'll swing by and scoop it up. Mm-hmm. Um, I got to finish that ceiling. Mm-hmm. And then I got to start building countertop.
1: It's the table. It's mm-hmm. it's the table which we're going. But I kind of have on. to build the frame. For, yeah, uh,
2: no, it. I actually have to build the the countertop. I have to. Do the actual countertop first yeah. and then build the frame to match it.
1: So, yeah, our, our target date, presumably, uh, I would guess our year in review, Steve, will be uh, released on December 28th. Because I doubt you and I are going to record Christmas weekend. Let me I see. think we can plan on our year in review coming out the week of December 28th, which would put our first live episode of the new year releasing on January 4th, 2022. Recording on the recording that weekend before. Possibly. Maybe so, the second, yeah. Um, so I'm not
2: recording on New Year's Day. That's so that's
1: maybe, sure. uh, maybe first episode. <sighs> I don't want to put the hard deadline on it.
2: Oh boy! Because I
1: don't know what's involved with the the countertop situation. And everything, countertop so. is gonna be that's gonna be a situation.
2: That's gonna be one where I'm gonna need some help carrying it down at least. Yep. Uh, but yeah, we we're close. We're very close. It's exciting. Um, Whole new chapter.
1: Before uh, expect the quality. Of the content to remain exactly the same. Precisely the same. We're not touching this equipment, (laughs) although it seems like we're nearing the point where we will. I wouldn't hate new microphones uh, at some point in the next year or so, because maybe some mic processors. uh, It turns out if I mine isn't exactly an all sides type of microphone, and it sounds a little bit different from every side I talk (laughs) into it. Um, And so, yeah, eventually equipment upgrades. But yeah, content precisely the same. You come here. Subpar. You come here. Next year, second week, or first full week in November, you're going to be getting The Wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald saying yep. to you in the dulcet, dulcet tones of Steve and Kyle. Um, before we get out of here, I wanted to mention, thank everybody who's actually, who's already participated, who's also are, volunteered their information mm-hmm. to us to join the 6th Annual Steve and Kyle Podcast, Cloak and Dagger Non-Denominational Winter Solstice Gift Exchange, off to a roaring start yeah uh i know we say it every year but i really do want to make this one our biggest one Mm -hmm. ever yeah i think Um, last year we had 50 50, 53 or something so i'd like to get that number higher than that because i love seeing the community grow and change Mm -hmm. and adapt new names come aboard names that i thought were going to be aboard did not come aboard last year and in years past that's fine Mm -hmm. um no pressure if you can't afford it if you don't want to that's totally fine. Yeah, but we want to give everybody ample notice to join. If you want to join the gift exchange celebrating the winter solstice season with a fellow listener of the Stephen Kyle podcast, please send your information. All we need is your name and address. That's it. To the Stephen Kyle pod, uh, to Stephen Kyle, uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, whatever social media avenue you use the most, at Stephen Kyle is the way to get a hold of us. We monitor those. We update them. What will happen is when you send your information. Um, you'll I'll, get it. You'll we'll, get
2: an acknowledgement yes, back. And then yes. in a couple of weeks,
1: we'll send you the info of the person that you have been paired up with. Yes. So I don't blame you. If you send a message in 24 hours, 36 hours later, you haven't received a reply. Go ahead and follow up. Mm-hmm. That's totally fine. Steve and I are doing our best to monitor those inboxes as, as best we can along with the day-to-day lives. Send that information. Uh, in regards to details, $15, $20 cap. Mm-hmm. Um, It's a random gift exchange. You're not going to know the person that you're receiving. You're not going, the person who receives you is not going to know you. Uh, We don't really have any recommendations on gifts. You can make it podcast related. You can make it something that you enjoy that you want to spread the word on that you, Hey, I think so. And so would enjoy. I know we've had
2: people, uh, people send like bags of chips from like, like, Oh, this is our, you know, this is like, if you're from here, these are the chips that everybody loves.
1: It's, it's neat to see the way this community can spread. Their individuality all while kind of entertaining each other, Mm -hmm. whether it's gifts regarding the Edmund Fitzgerald, whether it's we received uh, a message this morning, a follow-up saying, this is my gift from last year. They're still using it. Uh, Hashtag team suspension bridge coffee mug. Oh, by the way, we do have that
2: that painting of... (laughs) Of the mighty Mac.
1: Oh, that canvas art that you got <laughs> from uh, your uh, from one of the hosts of the show. Yeah,
2: right? is that going to be? I think I want to hang that up in the studio, but I want to hang it up like going like a up, vertical. Yeah, vertical down in a corner, so it looks like it's just leaning up in the corner. Yeah, or maybe
1: upside down. Oh, and again, we we welcome solstice gifts. Whether it's for APS four whether it's uh, a, a gag gift you want to send to us, any excuse for us to play. That beloved viewer mail time introduction. Mm-hmm. We will take, we will accept uh again the P.O. box is in the notes of this episode, or you can reach out via message at Steve and Kyle, any of the channels, and we can pass that along to you. But please, please participate if you can and you are financially able to and want to be a part of this. This is I love watching these things roll in, Steve. I yeah. love it every yeah. year.
2: It's a it's one of my favorite things each year that we do. Today's a big day though. We gotta get out of here. I got, uh, I got places to be. You do. My ceiling, places are up on the roof.
1: And apparently finishing the ceiling finishing, in, in APS 4.0. Yeah.
2: That ceiling uh, has been one of the biggest pains in the asses that I've ever dealt with. I thought it was going to be so easy. In hindsight, maybe we should have just slapped some drywall up there. Yeah. Yeah. Panel the ceiling. Do people do that? Got to be, right? Got to be. Sure. Alright, like Kyle said, at Stephen Kyle, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, if you want in on the 6th Annual Stephen Kyle Podcast, Cloak & Dagger, non-denominational winter solstice gift exchange, coming up in just uh, about a month, a little more than a month. Plenty of time to still get in on that, so just send us a message with your address. We will talk to you next week, see ya!